This podcast is for adults only. It contains sex, filth, and filthy sex. been a while yeah well a very long while the court did decide after last series we weren't allowed to see each other so <laughs> that's expired now we're okay Yay. we're safe Yay. Yay. been released from the cupboard <laughs> so rob i could barely sleep last night with the excitement of your dirty creative juices being running oh, <laughs> i think it started already they were running in the night as well oh, all over the bed sheets oh, no. yuck oh, oh dear uh, as usual, we have the usual lot here. Rob, myself. I'm Rick, hello. I'm Mimi. Hi. <laughs> and I'm Laura. <laughs> Hi. And in English this year. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> What's everyone been up to since last series? Anything exciting? Well, filthy sex. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, sadly not. Oh, really. I'm, I'm going to be a father. So this can be my legacy I'm leaving for my unborn child. They'll be so oh. proud. They will be. They'll be so proud. Sounds like you've been busy, Rob. Yep, I've um, reenacted the actings of um, book Daniel, one. Daniel Hardman. <laughs> <laughs> um, people who listened last series will remember that I introduced it by using a sort of thesaurus, if you will, to introduce new words for anatomy parts. Love that. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that I thought we'd do again. the same thing again today. Yeah, I've, I've honed it in a little bit. Every time. day's a school day. <laughs> it's not just vagina. Now it's the clitoris. Ooh. Very uh, specific. Oh, dear. You ready? No. <laughs> the first ones you'd have heard of, such as clam hat or little man in a boat. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The bliss button. <laughs> then we have things like fleshy eye. Oh. oh. Grim. That sounds like a disease. Accurate. Oh, I've got a touch of fleshy oh, eye. It's like a fleshy eye. Ooh, is it winking at you? Oh. Gag. <laughs> licorice all sort. This is, this is the one I think is the most disgusting. Gristle. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's but nice. don't you get gristle on, like, steak, yeah. though? Chewing on yeah. gristle. Yeah. Grisly old bit. Oh, it's not very romantic, is it? What about taco berry? Is that no. The one no. Licking your nature's Rubik's Cube. Rubik's <laughs> Cube. <laughs> <laughs> your budgie tongue. Budgie tongue? Yeah. As in like tweet tweet? Yeah. Oh. I like bozo nose. Bozo nose? <laughs> Sounds like a plant. <laughs> <laughs> the rare bozo nose. It's, <laughs> it's green. <laughs> I think you need the doctor's face. <laughs> it's very brave of you to say that. A few more. Lady zip. Oh. Snatchcock. Snatchcock. <laughs> Your bitch horn. Oh, I like Beach that. Horn. This one's quite uh, sweet. Love nubbin. Oh, isn't that nice? You could almost imagine that on a Valentine's card. You could. Let oh. me touch your love nubbin. <laughs> Let me touch your retarded rooster head. Oh dear. Retarded oh, no. rooster head. Oh, oh, or your cherry chapstick. Effect. I think oh, I've heard of cherry chapstick. That's a bit of Kate Perry. Katie Perry, yeah. 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 I don't oh, is that what she means? No. The taste no. of her cherry chapstick. Oh. Oh, the filthy bitch. Never knew that. Oh, Shocking. I, just... I thought Ooh. it was a PG. Oh, shut song. the fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Is she still around? Yeah. yeah. Is she? Yeah, yeah she's yeah. back with Orlando Bloom, apparently. Is she? Mm. 
That's what I heard on the radio. Mm. Very good. Mm. Would you? Yeah. Did you not see well, that no, photo? Okay. Yeah, the photo of the naked, naked paddleboard. Yeah. 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 It's like a sundial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's big. Shockingly. Yeah. Chubbies is always going to be Legolas the stupid elf. <laughs> Anyway, last few quickly, you could lick your egg salad, your hooded uh, prawn, or your devil's doorbell. Oh, devil's that's doorbell. Gross. Oh, I like that. That sounds like a um, like egg a Cornish, vi- Cornish village. That's grim. Or like a strong ale. Oh, I'll have a pint of the devil's doorbell. Yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> you have to gush a lot for that. I think oh. my favourite one was uh, what's it, Lady Zip. You're gonna use that. I'm gonna use that. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. are you gonna use, memes? Love Nobbin. Yeah. That's, no, that's quite cute. That's Classic. Wow. There's only one thing left to do then. <gasps> Let's get started. Uh, I might just point out to listeners that this story does not at all carry on from anything on series one. So if you're picking up for the first time now, you don't feel you have to go back. But do. And we <laughs> expect it. Please. Is that too harsh? A little bit, but... Firm but fair, I'd say. Mm. Oh, do you know what? Something funny happened the other day. Oh, here we go. No, it wasn't that funny, but <laughs> basically I was stumbling across my an old textbook and then it was one that I actually had at work, which was a bit embarrassing. <laughs> and I, I came across this, like, this list of random words and I was like, what the hell is this? And then I realised it was from when we did that quiz at the end of... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, quickly put this away. <laughs> Oh, I love the way funny. you had it at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Shall I start? Yes. yes. Let's do it. Series two, book two, chapter one. <gasps> Chapter's called. Thanks, team. Florence. <laughs> okay, here we go. So I'm a bit sweaty. I'm a bit sweaty. Florence, name or the place? <laughs> You'll find out in a sec. Or the name of someone's, you know. Okay. Byron pulled his sweat-soaked <gasps> T-shirt. Byron! Love Byron. <laughs> oh, where have you been? I missed you. I miss Byron yes, he's so called much. Byron. Oh. Perhaps we should quickly explain. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say where this chap worked because it's not fair. Oh, In I case... remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier this year, we all went on holiday together somewhere, and there was a very nice young man waiting on young us. Man. Oh, young he was man. Young man. Lovely young man. Byron. He was a he was he was a little looker as well for a young lad. He had really nice hair. Mm. I think we embarrassed Very well groomed. Him. And he called everybody like sir and mom. <laughs> I called him lord. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, Byron. Oh, what, are you do- what are you doing with Byron? Oh, you'll find out. <gasps> Byron pulled his sweat-soaked t-shirt over his head and let it fall beside him. The sun was just breaking the top of the mountain, spilling forth a new dawn over the valley. Oh. He wiped his head and a single bead of perspiration rolled down his neck before finding his chiselled torso. Hmm. Eventually, it wound its way past his rippled abdomen before being swallowed by the ten-year-old bullet wound just above the belt line. I'm glad oh. you said ten-year-old bullet wound. <laughs> I wasn't sure what's going to be like I was like, where are you going with this one? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I thought the first chapter was bad. Don't worry. Don't worry. Series. He picked the axe back up and raised it high above his head, gripping it tightly between his vice-like fingers. The metal head came swooping down so fast that there was barely a noise as the wooden log split perfectly in two and fell either side of the block. For the 40th time that morning, he threw the fragments onto a pile and reloaded with a fresh log. This had been Byron's ritual ever since he first retreated here eight summers ago. He would stockpile wood right up until the first snow arrived in October. Then he he wouldn't see a soul again until spring. 
Not that he saw many people anyway. Only on his fortnightly mission into the sea did he ever speak to another human being. And then it was only because he had to. Is he a mermaid? (laughs) Like to start? Happy? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Very different to the last one. Where is he? What's his story? (laughs) (laughs) He sounds like a man that I could uh, go on board with. Would you like to be a log split in two by Byron? <laughs> you fancy yourself with a lumberjack type man, do you? Outdoor mountain man. Mm. Oh, you're like an outdoor man. He finished his task and walked over to the well. The bucket he had hoisted from the depths earlier was still cool. He held its full weight above his head with ease before inverting it and letting the liquid fall all over him. His coarse brown hair absorbed the moisture like dry straw. The curls on his chest and stomach compacted into lines that led down towards his shorts. He washed the sweat from his brow and stubble with his rough hands. Then he stood and enjoyed the rest of the sunrise. The day was going to be hot and it didn't take long for the early rays to dry his tanned skin. Mm. Still like Sandwin Lord? Yeah. When I was reading that, the girls were reenacting the drying of the hair. It's a pity no one could see that. proper L'Oreal moment. Yeah, yeah. Or the Coca-Cola advert. Oh, oh yeah. It's You're it, 11 30. Yeah. <laughs> Byron had come to this ancient Byron had come to this ancient family home just after he got out of the Marines. Oh, that's why he's got wound. Mm. Yeah. His father had died old. suddenly of lung cancer, oh. baffling everyone as he was so healthy and never even smoked. Oh. Byron found the deeds to the mountain cottage when going through his father's papers, but it wasn't the house that brought him to Italy. Oh. No. He also oh. found documents relating to his mother. Oh. She had disappeared shortly after he was born, leaving no trace of her whereabouts. Oh. Byron's father never spoke of her, and he was shocked and angry to learn that his newly deceased dad had hidden documents revealing that his mother had died here in Italy in 2005. They gave little else away. All he knew was that her name was Sofia De Luca, and she was buried somewhere in Florence. Oh. It was a seven mile hike down from the mountains towards the nearest town and train station. Just get a taxi. (laughs) Or a roll. Yeah. (laughs) Or a sheep. Yeah. I don't know if you can ride a sheep. (laughs) Can you ride a sheep? Is he still sexy while riding a sheep for you, Lord? (laughs) (laughs) The standard sounds of a man riding a sheep. Yeah. Well, this is not Welsh, you know what they do with sheep. Spin wool from them, don't they, Mimi, and nothing else? No, yeah, yeah they don't do anything no. else. He always enjoyed the journey. The walk was on the shaded half of the mountain, and the air was cool. He made the hike in less than 90 minutes, and was pleased with his time. Show off. <laughs> it seemed old training habits died hard for military men. Cinque Terra has five small villages all along the coastline. Is that a real place? It is. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought made it up. No, it's real. I've done a lot of research in this chat. Oh. I'm pleased to hear. This time of year, they were heaving with tourists. So he made his way to the furthest south, Rio Maggior, where he would experience the least amount of people. The same conductor as usual saw him coming. Mm-hmm. Ciao. Ava dento, amico. Sta arrivando una tempesta. Byron's Italian had progressed little over the last eight years, <laughs> but he knew enough to know the tired-looking train worker had warned him about an incoming storm. Oh. He nodded at the dark-haired man. But once he had boarded the train and taken his normal seat by the window, he angled his neck towards the sky and saw nothing but blue skies above him. Why did none of our, like, bus drivers or ticket people on trains advise you of the weather? 
Because they're bumpy gets. Uh, no, they probably do in their way. Just like, like <laughs> shit, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no change for a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Means it's going to be a lovely day. <laughs> I think because they're driving, they just don't give a shit. <laughs> the train from Rio Maggiore to La Spezia took a matter of minutes. Here he changed for the second leg into Firenze Statuto, which took around three hours. Oh my god. Twice, fellow passengers tried to make small talk with the British expat, mm. but he gave little or no answers, and they soon stopped. Even before Byron joined the army, he was incredibly private, but since his dishonourable discharge, <laughs> discharge. <laughs> he regarded even the most innocent questions with distrust. He spent most of the journey staring through the window, watching village after village fly by in a blur, and preparing himself for the heat and crowds of the city. Oh, they're, they're enraptured. They're staring yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah, this is lovely. You're just intrigued. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's oh, like, sex. I'm also thinking, oh no, that means we all have to do Italian accent in this book. But you're so good at them, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I love your um, Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, just when I'm trying to be like, filthy, I just automatically go Yorkshire. <laughs> it's the filthiest accent. Yeah, they up. <laughs> is it? Hi. <laughs> I don't know if Yorkshire is, is filthy. Just northern, isn't it? <laughs> yes, let's offend more people. So all northerners, all Welsh people. <laughs> Florence was absolutely heaving. Was she? Oh, the city. Byron carried on with his usual routine, fighting through the crowds and getting off the tourist route as quickly as possible. He's made his way to the old town, over the river, and found his usual cafe just outside the Boberley Gardens. <laughs> Here, the crowds were smaller. Everyone just wanted to get inside the park and sit in the shade. Byron had the whole cafe to himself, and he ordered an espresso while he unfolded his map and lay it on the table in front of him, using two salt shakers to stop the edges from unfolding. He took out a pen and scanned for any crosses he had not yet ticked off. Florence and the surrounding area boasted a whopping 167 cemeteries and nearly 1.6 million graves. It had taken years, but it nearly covered all of them. Scanning each individual headstone and looking for those all-important words. Sophia De Luca, 2005. Mm. Wow. That's um, some dedication. Mm. Loves his mum. Yeah. Yeah. He found today's destination and carefully folded the map away again. Then he sat back in his chair and thought about what he would do if today was finally the day while he enjoyed the rest of his coffee. Is he still the dream man for you, Laura? Loves his mum. Yeah, it's just such a nice setting, isn't it? Thinking of this sexy man. Yeah, maybe not the graveyard. I feel, feel bad that it's such a nice chapter. You go ruin it with sex. What do you mean ruin it? Enhance it? Enhance it. Enhance it could it. get worse. Gives it body, gives it life. <laughs> like Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get some sponsors. <laughs> it's like, we've we're like... trying to bloody in there. I want to get free gifts. If we mention Timothy enough, will they send us big cartons of it? I reckon Timothy are the type of people <laughs> that would take free advertising, you know, most graciously. Maybe, because but shouldn't we be getting the adver- having people have toys that are like sex related? Oh, yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, don't use Timothy's maybe lubricant. <laughs> sting. Byron was snapped out of his thoughts by the sight of a lady cautiously walking past the cafe. Here we go. She was stunning. There was simply no other way to put it. Byron had seen all sorts of multicultural beauties on his trips into the city, but this was like no other. She was small but perfectly in proportion. She had deep brown hair tied back in a bob. She wore a summer dress and carried a string band pile of books under her arm. 
Mm. Byron soon realised that the lady was worried for some reason. She kept looking over her shoulder. She entered the cafe and bought a latte to go. She just stole <laughs> the from the library, that's why. It sounds like <laughs> Belle from Beauty and the Beast. That does a little bit. <coughs> Did she from Italy? I think it's set in France. I'm thinking of the Alps. Yeah, mm. wrong side. Where oh, the sound of music. <laughs> That's where Laura's accent comes in. What, you mean Australian? <laughs> oh, no! Um... <laughs> Do you think you'd cope with Italian? No. No? Have a go now. I was already worrying about it. I was thinking, oh no, this is going to be bad. Mama! Papa! <laughs> oh, what does she mean? I'll have some pasta. <laughs> I just like the old movements. I'm so sad this isn't the pasta. Hey, eh, come stay. That's the closest Italian to how are you doing. I forget where I am. Sorry, we saw the latte. Oh, latte. latte. She's um, the, the lady with the books. Uh, yeah. She's done yes. from the library. She entered the cafe and bought a latte to go. Byron watched her as she kept an eye on the door at all times. When her coffee arrived, she let a note flutter onto the counter and was out of the door in an instant. Oh. She crossed the square and Byron fancied he saw her enter the bank before a crowd of Chinese tourists disrupted his view. Oh, it's a Chinese. No, oh, fuck it. No, no. <laughs> Damn you, Chinese. <laughs> Byron needed to use a cash machine anyway, and thought of this as a good time as any. He drained his beaker and crossed the square. Is that a euphemism? Nipped <laughs> 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 off to the toilet, drained his beaker. <laughs> the woman was nowhere to be seen as he entered the marble building and found a cash terminal. He inserted his card and chose mm. the English option. He was not good with exchange rates, and was always pleased when the machines could show his money in sterling. He checked his balance, and the usual six-figure total flashed on the display. Oh, I bet he voted Brexit, didn't he? Oh, I bet he's got lots of money because he does other things on the side. Ooh. Oh. What you got in mind? Um, Ten-year-old bullet wounds. <laughs> Chopping <laughs> wood. Chopping wood, yeah, hard wood. I'm that wood. Yeah. An assassin. Oh. Could mm. be a secret agent, or he could just be a pimp, or pimping himself out. You get money for that oh. body. I reckon if he's a secret agent, he's going to be like Austin Powers. <laughs> With goofy teeth. That's how I'd like to remember Byron. And hairy chest. <laughs> <laughs> money, money, money. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Exactly that. He's got brown hair. Mm. Mm. We haven't mentioned glasses yet, so he could no. look like Austin Powers. Aww. Not in Laura's head, obviously. Is there any <clears> my image? Oh, yeah, do you really want to shag that? Who have you got in your head? What does he look like? Probably more, like like, a celebrity. Um, probably more like Daniel Craig back a few years ago. Oh, yeah. I was thinking you were going to say Daniel Craig. <laughs> 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 oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Harry Potter is well edged. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, though, if they'd remake Austin Powers, Daniel Radcliffe wouldn't be a bad show. It'd be very good. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd be good. Because he's terrible at acting as well, and it would kind of suit the role. What's that film he's in where he's a really graphic gay sex scene? Oh. Is it Harry Pointer? <laughs> 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 no idea. He checked his balance and the usual six-figure total flashed on the display. This was habit more than anything. If he kept up his current lifestyle, he had the means to live on for centuries without having to worry. Mm. I mean, he knows he won't. <laughs> <laughs> no. So do you think He's he just goes... Farms his own stuff and yeah, just don't <laughs> elaborate on own stuff. <laughs> I think that's called a spam bank. <laughs> well, he must have a lot to make that much. Yeah, I bet he does. Six gallons a day. We all the bath in. <laughs> he selected two hundred pounds. The machine did the maths, and approximately 225 euros came out of the slot. 
here comes the science. <laughs> That's for you, Timothy. <laughs> he pulled it out. <laughs> That's what she said. Brilliant. The money. He pulled the money out. Uh-huh. He pulled it out. <laughs> Whipped it out. <laughs> he pulled out the money from the machine and walked back out into the hot sun. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Me. What are you Just, like? This is serious erotica, not porn, you know. Oh, I haven't this is some, erotica yet. This is some really strong well. tea you've served us. Did <laughs> <laughs> he say he, he took it out? <laughs> That's a start. He was still counting the notes on the steps of the bank when a hand grabbed him by the shoulder. Almost in slow motion, he turned his head to see a woman, the woman, using his chunky frame to stop herself falling. The cash flew up in the air, and warm coffee left her paper cup and flew onto Byron's shirt. Oh, I know he's going to have to take that off. Oh, if you use vanish on it, it'll, it'll get rid of the coffee stain. Yeah. And I really like vanish products. I often find they make my whites whiter than white. And surprisingly, you had a bar of vanish in his pocket. Thanks, vanish. <laughs> I like the way in series one we were constantly saying other brands are available. Don't worry, don't worry. No, no. There is no other brands available. It's vanish or nothing. You just have to buy new clothes. No. When I go to a supermarket, all I see on the shelves is vanish and Timothy. There's like two products. Dinner times are rubbish, but that's all I see. It sounds like that's all we want. (laughs) We want good hair and clean clothes. (laughs) We're messy eaters. He caught her by the arm and stopped her falling down the steps. Oh my, she exclaimed in an English accent as he took her by the arm and her waist and lifted her back up before popping her down on the step beside him. She's English. Oh, I am so, so sorry, she cried. And Emma Thompson. (laughs) Very, very British. And she hastily bobbed down to pick up Byron's money, which was already blowing away. Oh, he's lost that 225 euros. Leave it, he said. It doesn't matter. (gasps) She looked up and noticed his newly stained shirt. Oh, I love the gruff voice. He's become really gruff and manly. Sounds like. Exactly what I'm saying. That's what I think. It's like. Booker? (laughs) Booker? (laughs) I feel so free. Let me dance. (laughs) Do you believe in God? No. No. Oh, no. But I'm afraid of you. (laughs) Leave it, he said. It doesn't matter. I love that has to be the voice now of the whole of the series. Oh, Byron. Oh, God, I've spilled coffee all over you. Come here. She started dabbing his chest and stomach and felt the steel-like curves of his torso. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Maybe he's gone and spilled her tea. Maybe he's got herself wet. It's okay, we've got some vanished hands. That'll get that right out. Sorry, I just got a bit excited. Oh, no. Laura's now going to dab her shirt and feel this, her torso. Oh, it's like steel. Are you alright, Oh, that is chiselled, Mimi. Sorry. I spilled it on my knee. My knees. Why are you rubbing the sofa, then? Because <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a Tommy Tippy? <laughs> no. What? A Tommy Tippy. Yeah, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's continue. She started dabbing his chest and stomach and felt the steel-like curves of his torso. Oh my, she said again, blushing. Leave it, said Byron (laughs) once more. You're English, said the woman. That makes two of us, he replied. (laughs) Do you like his gruff voice? I I don't know why I started doing that. Now I'm stuck. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Well, thank you, sir, for gallantly breaking my fall. I'm so clumsy. No problem, he said. 
Can I buy you a drink as a thank you? She looked up at him with big brown eyes. Oh, she thinks so. You just cost him two hundred and twenty-five euros. <clears throat> and also, and a dry shirt. Shirt. yeah, like a three fifty espresso is the last you can do. <laughs> He'd always been a sucker for brown eyes. Ooh. He cast his own eyes westward into the sky and up at the clouds. Four p.m. <laughs> he had time for a quick drink. Byron woke up at eleven p.m. And it took him a moment to wear out. To work out where he was. She knocked him out. Oh, it was only four minutes ago. The hotel room was cooled and air-conditioned. Oh. Unlike his old mountainside villa. I bet she paid him back. No. <laughs> the floors were marble and the bed was so big that his feet did not stick out at the end. Mm. Curled up in his armpit and looking peaceful in slumber was the woman, Ida. How tiny was Ida. she? Ida. Ida. Oh. Ida oh. down. <laughs> so small she fits in his armpit. Yeah. Oh. Borrow up. <laughs> well, he's got really massive armpits. He's probably quite massive anyway. It's quite. But I do think he would probably have nice armpits if he like conditioned them with Timothy. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice armpits. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He had learned a little about her during their brief drink. She'd been in Florence just over a year and was leading some kind of research into a new archaeological dig in the basement of the Palazzo Vecchio, Florence's Ooh. town hall. She used the word "we" a great deal when talking of her archaeologist profession. And it soon emerged that Ida had a twin sister, oh. also an archaeologist. Twins! But based out of the Rick Museum in Amsterdam. Is it Rick Museum? Is it Rick? I can't know how you say it. It's like yeah, R- I opened one the other year. <laughs> R-I-J-K. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's Rick. Is it that condomery? <laughs> condomery. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yeah. Condomery. <laughs> yeah, my sister went there. She got a condom that looked like a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Just nipping down like to the local condomery. A condom in the shape of a cock to go on the cock. Yeah. Nice. And it's in a little co- little clear case jar <laughs> thing. <laughs> a little jar. You know when you're supposed it. to use it, you're just meant to put it on a shelf to show people that you've got a chicken condom. She might have used it and then put it back on the shelf. Oh. Just give it a quick wash out, quick oh. rinse oh. in the sink. Oh. <laughs> you had to go there, didn't oh. you? Okay, she's, she's got a twin sister oh, who works in Amsterdam. Oh, a bit far. In my museum. In your museum. Yeah. Ida had spent most of the time outside the bar, looking over Byron's shoulder or to the alley at his side. She was obviously nervous about something, mm-hmm. but when he had asked her about it, she got very defensive and he dropped the subject quickly. Mm-hmm. He also sensed that she was reassured in his presence, perhaps why she so abruptly invited him back to her hotel room. <gasps> For protection. Once inside, <laughs> she had gone to the balcony and peered over the railings. Byron approached her from behind and slid his hands around her tiny waist. Oh my god, he's quick, isn't he? She melted back into him. It had been a while since he was last with a woman. His cock stiffened as it nestled against her buttocks. (laughs) She turned and kissed him. He could feel her heart beating quickly as he scooped her off her feet and carried her back to the room, carefully laying her down on the crisp white sheets. He began by kissing her ankles before moving up to her legs and thighs. She closed... Oh, excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm really sick. Your writing's not that bad, Rob. She closed her eyes and allowed her legs to be spread by his strong hands. Mm. Soon he was gently kissing her sacred V through <laughs> her soft cotton panties. Oh dear. Her leg is it. Devil's doorbell. <laughs> when he pulled oh, them down and his salad. tongue met her lady pearl for the first time, oh. she let out a deep moan. No wonder you feel sick. <laughs> It's like mozzarella pearls. That's what I can imagine it's like. I'm never going to look at them again in the same light. It didn't take long for her to orgasm. 
Her thighs tightened around Byron's head oh. and her hands clutched at his hair. When her noises of joy subsided, Byron stood and removed his shorts and shirt. Mm. Ida's eyes grew big when she saw his large, perfectly formed member pointing at her. <laughs> <laughs> you. It could be you. This is your lucky day. <laughs> she instinctively reached out for it, holding it tightly and guiding it into her mouth. Oh, oh does it fit? Obviously. Oh, memes. Just. Yeah. Mm. She's quite tiny. Mm. She sucked tenderly and her hands held tightly around his legs. She only stopped when Byron reached down and pulled her dress up over her head. She quickly took him back into her mouth and reached behind herself to undo her white lace bra and let it fall beside her. Byron pulled her back up and eased her onto the bed. He lay beside her and took hold of her small but shapely tits with his hands. Uh, Lady Pearl Tits <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> Sorry was tits not a very romantic expression it, It's Rest. not true You're covering all angles yeah. Literally. I think I made up for it in the next sentence uh, They were the colour of milk and soft like pillows Aww. Isn't that romantic Why are we are in it I don't think so Oh, isn't that lovely? Oh, she's got milky pillow breasts. Aww. Milky tits. Smell oh. <laughs> like Vanish. <laughs> oh, God. Tell me more about Vanish, Laura. I like to rub it on my... <laughs> well, Laura, um, whatever takes your fancy. Oh, my Vanish might burn a bit. He entered her as they lay on their sides, staring into each other's eyes and her legs wrapped around him. It was Ida who did most of the work, rolling her pelvis over and over, taking him deeper into her altar of love. (laughs) Into her what of love? Altar of love. Altar of love. She did all the work. She came when he did. Byron could tell this orgasm was greater than the last as her eyes rolled back and her hands gripped his buttocks tightly. They lay still for what felt like hours before he finally slopped out of her. Oh. 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 Sloppy. <laughs> uh. Gross. Mm-hmm. They stayed embraced as they fell asleep. Aww. Aww. They're going to need to vanish for the bed sheets now. They will do. <laughs> that is one of those like awkward moments after sex. Isn't it? You've both had this amazing thing. <coughs> you know, you've got that moment where you just literally just ooze out. Mm. Uh. Ooze. ooze. <laughs> Wipe it on the curtains. Oh. <laughs> Beef or regular. <laughs> well, this is white. There's a name for that, isn't it? Wiping your cock on curtains. Is there? There's a word. Um, do you think you do that often? Jeff? Zuffle. Zuffle. Because Zuffle. of the ripples. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> My father in law's quick quiz team is called Zuffle. You're kidding. No reason. Oh. That's what it's named after. Apparently. Yeah. Maybe it's if your curtains need a bit of starching, you know. Oh, <laughs> no, that's, you know, that's what Vanish is for. Do Vanish do starch? <laughs> Probably. Okay, so when he awoke, Byron tried to move without waking her, but it was a thankless task. Soon her eyes fluttered and she brushed, blushed when she saw him. Thank you, she whispered as he, and he smiled. I feel so safe in your arms. Why would you not be safe? He asked with concern. What are you afraid of? <laughs> are you afraid of God? <laughs> <laughs> she looked into his eyes and then sighed. I can't say, she said at last. It's too dangerous. 
but I know that I can trust you. I feel it in my heart. Hmm. I want you to look after. <laughs> I want you to look after something for me. She squeezed out of his embrace and leaned over to the edge of the bed and went to her handbag. Byron checked out her exquisite arse as she did so. She came back up with a small parcel wrapped in brown paper and fastened with string. But it's going to be a collection of pogs. <laughs> it was about the size of a bar of soap. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Here, love, do the sheets for us. <laughs> what is this? He asked as she handed it to him. It's best you don't know, she replied, frowning. Just know that it is of vital importance. Would you mind keeping it safe for me for a few days? Like, just as a oh. poll, who would not unwrap that as soon as she left the room? Me. Like, oh, yeah. You would, wouldn't Tell you? Oh, yes. Oh, I know what's going to happen. Especially She's... if it's fastened with string, so you can yeah. easily just tie yeah. it up again. Yeah. He'd be disappointed if it's a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's just like really OCD about like what bars of soap she uses. Yeah. Dove. I was going to say, does anybody have like a, a brand they really want? Yeah, Dove's a good one. Is Dove, Dove good? Yeah, yeah. Dove, yeah. Dove won't dry your skin like soap can. No. I've heard that, Rob. Tell me more. <laughs> they're a good soap. The pH levels. Yes. pH they're 7. Better. Oh, neutral. Yeah. For neutral skin. Mm. <laughs> it just could be, you know, tiny dildo. Just a little bullet dildo. Yeah, bullet dildo. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have a. <laughs> no, it wasn't a dildo. It was a vibrator, but someone gave it to me from Anne Summers. It was like a lipstick. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. It, was a li- it was a lipstick disguised. Oh. No, it was a vibrator disguised as a lipstick. <laughs> lipstick disguised as a vibrator. What is she doing on the train? <laughs> What a lovely image. Every morning she gets like a fucking vibrator. Like kisses. Do you have to take the whole dildo into your mouth to put your lipstick on? <laughs> oh, oh, I want that to be true. <laughs> okay, Byron turned the package over a few times in his hand. Are people after you for this? Is that why you don't feel safe? I don't really want to bring you into this, but it might be the only way. Hmm. Just promise me that on, at noon on Thursday, you will meet me outside the Palazzo Vecchio and return it safely. <gasps> I can do that for you, he said. And if I don't show, why wouldn't you show? <laughs> if I don't show, she continued, take it to my sister in Amsterdam. She will know what to do with it. Oh. 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 And then he fucks her sister as well. So it's like, you know... Well, they're twins, the market. almost the same person. I don't think it's the same person. Might as well be. Well, no, they look the same, but they probably might, not, might be different in bed. Would would two twins, <coughs> like, you know, they're like the same in, in body, would they have the same size like vagina? Or does that just depend on usage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. I reckon it does partly depend on usage. Nature or nurture. Would two male twins have the same length cock, do you think? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does I don't think so. On... No, I think... If they're identical, would have... I don't think they have the same. Like, do they? Would they have? I know they look identical, feet, like face-wise, but would they have the same size hands and everything? I've never actually met two identical. Twins I like, I've got. I sit next to someone that's an identical twin. I like skin. <laughs> is your brother? Is your brother the same <laughs> is size? Your cock the same <laughs> length? Sure, we'll report back next episode. Yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe not the cock thing, but okay. I'll ask him on, you know, his general features. So, size feet. So do you have the same size feet? Hands, feet, <laughs> wink. <laughs> and then as you do that, get out your lipstick and that'll see what you're doing. <laughs> get out your face. <laughs> <laughs> Byron spent the rest of the night with her before making his long journey back to his mountainside retreat. She said that she had to work and they would see each other on Thursday, as promised. All week long, Byron would fight the urge to take the small parcel out of its hiding place, pull back the string and reveal its contents. Oh. But he never gave in. Thursday arrived, bringing lashings of rain with it. Lashings. Oh. He could barely see the coastline at his, as he made his way down the mountain amid lightning and rock slides. The conductor at Ria Maggiore gave him a look that said, I told you so, as he stepped onto the carriage completely sodden through. Well, he was a bit... Preemptive. It was like a week later, so it was a bit slow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Eventually, it will rain. Yeah. yeah. At some point this year, the weather will be shite. <laughs> there are few tourists on the train um, on this bleak day. You should have just used the BBC weather app. That's really good. <laughs> Byron remembered Ida's instructions clearly. Meet her outside the Palazzo Vecchio. It was on the Piazza della Signora, and he knew the square well. It was famous for the brutal hanging of Girolamo Savonarolo in the 15th century mm. after outing the Christian clergy as corrupt. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> Girolamo Savonarolo. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, I remember that, him well. that man. Yeah. Mm. These days, the square housed a life-size replica of Michelangelo's David just outside the Afuzi Gallery. And it was always teeming with tourists, so Byron <clears> usually <throat> avoided it. Today, the torrential downpour made the streets quiet. As he exited Firenze Station, a throng of cars, but few people on foot greeted him, so making his way to Palazzo Vecchio was easy. As he entered the square, he saw more people than ever gathered around the old town hall. Despite the downpour, they were all looking up at the huge David, cameras flashing. Mm-hmm. When Byron got nearer, he could see that the entrance was actually blocked by police, oh, pushing no. the crowd back. Thunder clapped and spooked the mass of people. More people pointed, some screamed. Oh, no. Byron followed the pointed hand of a little boy up towards the skyline, and that's when he saw it, what the crowd had gathered for. Hanging from the tall bell tower, black against the sky was a body swinging by the neck just like Savonarolo five centuries ago. It's going to be Ida, isn't it? Yeah. When lightning lit the sky, Byron's mouth fell open. It was Ida. Oh, oh. No. Killed her off already. Why she didn't a... last long. But there's the twin. There's a sister, though. Yeah. There's a backup. <laughs> <laughs> there's another milky-breasted beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting in the wings. Okay, oh. that's the end of chapter. Oh, oh. really good. Oh. That was well brilliant. Done. That was so good. Thank you. What do we think? Really good. So very different well to written. last year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's Not that last year's wasn't well written. No, well. but yeah, just. But yeah, it's very like Picturesca could really like picture what you're saying and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could imagine all of it. And mm-hmm. I've never been to Florence, but. No, neither have I. Let's go, Luke. You, you built yeah. a picture in my brain. <laughs> I've been there, so maybe that helped. Oh, yes, that. Oh, poor oh. Ida. Why well... wouldn't you open that parcel, though? You just would. Jinky will now. That's up to someone else to decide. Oh, yeah. Will you take it to the sister? Mm. They could do the bridge. You don't well, know. Well, he's got me. to, isn't he? I mean, yeah. that's where the story's now going to go. Surely he's going to go to Amsterdam. Well, well, he could just say, fuck this. And or he could just throw it in the river and be like, fuck that. I'm going to take the story back up to my sheep. <laughs> Good to. For the next nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> just sheep races up and down. <laughs> well, it could go anywhere, really. It's up to the next person. <laughs> be like, mm, I'm not that invested. Yeah, chuck it away. Mm. <laughs> could be a globe trotting adventure, this book. 
could be the it's secret life of Byron. Who's going next? Because I've got a chapter title for you. Oh, yeah. I think we should do straws. Hang on, I'll go get straws. Awesome. Talk amongst yourselves. Straws it is. La, 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 la. I can hear him snipping them. <laughs> snipping the straws. Well, that sounds like something that happens to a Jewish baby, doesn't it? Oh. Okay, I've got uh-huh. the straws. Shortest straw goes next. Laura's about to pick her straw. She's gone right. It's quite stiff. Oh, oh that's quite long. One. It is a long one. Oh, Laura. <coughs> Go on, ladies first. Like, no. Mimi? I'm not a lady. Oh. oh, it's a long one. Oh, oh. it's Rick again. Means it is Rick again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long one. Oh. And your chapter, Rick. Ooh la la. Oh. Will be titled. <gasps> drum roll. Where's the drum oh, roll? The decision. Oh. oh. It's exciting. Oh. It's just dawned on me I have to write again. <gasps> <laughs> Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, there are ways. There's so many ways. Oh, I don't know what they are now, I've forgotten. Isn't it uh, We Write Sex Facebook? Yes. Yes. Oh. yes. Go on, Laura, take a stab. Um, I think this one that's We Write Sex Twitter. Yes! Yay! <laughs> you can uh, follow us or DM us on Instagram, We Write Sex. And if you're very old fashioned, there's the old fashioned email address. We write sex at gmail.com. Vanish and Timothee, thank you for all of the freebies that you'll be sending in advance. <laughs> Looking forward to it. If you'd like to be heavily mentioned in the next episode, do you get in touch? Oh, don't forget Dove. We talked about Dove. Oh, Dove, oh, yeah, yeah. Dove. A couple we of like Dove. are so far away, please. <laughs> I really like lint yeah. chocolate in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> in the shower? So, you know, you like to sleep with it. Does it have to be in the shower? Yeah, does it, why does it melt in the shower? Forms of lint chocolate. Bye everyone. Bye. 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 Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday.